Greetings, peasants. Welcome back to Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim, your Dungeon Master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. This is the 18th campaign episode, hard to believe, and I I wanted to say that the hero's time underground on this little chapter of the adventure is almost at an end. I think this episode and then maybe episode 19 will be probably the last one, and then they'll be back to Pharaoh's Point and on to the next chapter of the campaign. And the next part of the campaign is going to be very open world. This part, the quest for these pillars, to find the pillars, to copy out the runes, it's been very linear. Not on rails, but it has been linear. And the next part I'm going to be planning is is very, very much the opposite of that. And so I'm going to be hopefully doing an episode soon, another campaign planning episode where I try to tackle this this challenge of creating objectives for the players, and they can choose how they want to really choose in a lot of different ways how they go about achieving them. And if you want to be part of that discussion, you can head to our Facebook page, Knights and Nerds Podcast, and join the Dungeon Master Only group, because I'm sure I'll be bouncing around some ideas there and getting people's feedback. Other than that, I don't have really too much to announce, so why delay the inevitable? It's time to listen to the episode. Time to rejoin our heroes, Candice, Katie, Matt, and Tom, otherwise known as Fiance, Vanna White-Helsing, Spruce Lee, and Gildob Fabblestabble. Oh, and uh, if you're liking these episodes, and I hope that you are, tell your friend about this podcast. Okay, let's go. Quick recap from last time. The five of you, four of you plus one drow, evaded, uh, or or actually, no, it's the opposite of evaded. Uh, you aggroed this gigantic <laughs> iron titan, found where the uh this location where you thought this pillar was you fought and disabled this uh iron titan and also the surviving dragonborn from the previous encounter showed up and they got killed except the monk uh elf who was put unconscious by a combination of gnome fire breath and lilith's poison arrow and after that Shigar Stoneskin showed up out of the blue, out of the darkness. He wandered up, said he heard all the kerfuffle, and that he was there to offer you any help. Yeah, not a moment too soon. <laughs> Just, oh, hey, guys. Notice you did all the heavy lifting. Who took that uh, diamond? Did, did you take that, Gilly? A diamond? There was a diamond the size of an eye that came out of the center of this thing. I don't think there? we did. Or any did we of not? The did we not anything. get there? No, because we have a guy. Did we discuss that afterward? <laughs> like this is immediately after. No, this was from the big Titan. The, the Iron Titan. The yeah, thing, we went right? up to it, and that there was a light that was in the center of it that we were shooting at. Mm. The thing that was shooting the lightning at you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, something sparkly rolled out, and uh, and it was a uh, a diamond. Which is one of the components that you That's right. also need for this for Elwyn's device. I don't think I have that written down. Yeah, I, don't I just remember that happening right at the end. Sure. Well, we can deter. Like, I can't I, remember if we discussed that afterward. <laughs> no, we said that that definitely happened, right? That yeah. happened. I yeah. just, we just don't know who has it. I, maybe it didn't. No one actually picked it up yet. It just kind of rolled out, and we kind of ended it there. So. Yeah. Well, that's a good enough place as I need to start. Yep. Somebody so, grab yeah, that giant diamond. I mean. I feel like if anyone's going to pick it up, it's going to be you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do we want to do about this unconscious guy? Uh, check all his belongings. Restrain him in some way, probably. Tie him up. 
Yeah, was anyone rushing us out of this area? Like, we're still... There's no... Is the fog still around? It's it's not an issue at the moment. Um, so Shigar had... One of, the, one of the few things he said is that the Titan is self-repairing. So even without the diamond, it will get back up. But he he sort of surveys the the handiwork uh, with the dead dragonborn and this unconscious elf and this disabled Titan, and he estimates that you have about an hour before you before it's back up. We also needed to rest at some point, right? We never did that. I think aren't people in bad shape? Well, yeah, currently it could be a short rest. Yeah. So what's that, like 15, 20 minutes or something? So I'd say like, yeah, that I'll probably spend the time. Um, I mean, definitely have to check the bodies and then spend extra attention on that guy who's unconscious. Make sure he's tied up. And we are going to raise the pillar. That's the reason we're here. Well, probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, you check the sorcerer. He has a wand. The final dragonborn uh, grunt. I don't remember what his name was. Uh, he doesn't really have anything, but the monk has a quarterstaff. He has a healer's kit. He's got a scroll. And he has a necklace that is just filled with different, like, small metal discs that have different symbols carved into them. Gilly, are you kind of, like, announcing this as you're finding it on them? Just kind of be like, this guy's got this. I mean, um... Or are you just sort of stowing it away for now? It's not secretive. It's more just like accumulating it and piling up the stuff. Yeah. Like, okay. I would have put my stuff down. You'd probably see me going and grabbing things, yeah. bringing it over, and just, like, packing it up. I don't know what this stuff does, so once we figure that out. In the meantime, as we're resting, too, I'm just I'm going to go greet Shigar Stoneskin because I haven't – I was worried about him. <laughs> He's an old old friend of mine, kind of, I guess, or I know him anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of want to ask what – was doing down here you know what we were doing down here but sure yeah so he's he sort of just heaves his he's got this great sword that he uses he heaves it over his shoulder he says well some time ago Kalira brought me into the fold of what her plan and Elwyn's plan had been at the end of the war of ashes she knew that if anything happened to Elwyn if he was compromised or somehow captured the final line of defense would be would have to be down here so she knew that Elwyn was not only a great asset but that he he knew quite a bit and that if anything were to happen to him then other people just then the two of them needed to know about what was down here and so this was sort of a failsafe we were always prepared that if anything was to happen to him that we would be able to act accordingly and when he disappeared a year ago she was Mostly sure that he was simply in hiding, trying to correct his error with that damned elixir. But part of her was very worried that he had been taken prisoner or compromised somehow. And so I knew that I had to get down here. As soon as as soon as Agaran showed his ugly, scaly face in the capital, I knew what was what was really going on. I've been killing Dragonborn for I don't know how long I've been down here, but they just keep on coming, and I just keep on putting them down table talk for a minute here but do we want to tell him that we found elwin like i feel like he's a pretty trustworthy person he would be an ally to us well you would trust him i was gonna say what would your character do were you gonna confer with us or were you just gonna say something well i mean i'm just kind of talking with him i'm not just gonna depends if you would just like yeah say it or not yeah i get okay we can overhear it so it's like 
Mm-hmm. I'm not going to yet. Um, but well, I guess if, if we are kind of all standing around, if I can pull the three of you anyway to the side, I don't care what what's your name's doing. <laughs> um, and just say that, basically ask that, like, is it is this something that we, I mean, I trust Shigar, and I'll relay what he just said if you guys didn't hear it, but I feel like it would be, he would want to know that we've found Elwyn, and he might have insight into how to help with the rest of what we're trying to do, based on everything he just said. Yeah, do what you will, Spruce all right, I'm going to tell him. <laughs> so I tell him that we found Elwyn and that he's been helping us. He's the reason we were down here. He says, uh, I guess as much seeing a motley assortment of people from all over was really something that he and Clear were good at at doing, putting unlikely strengths into the mix. Uh, and when I saw you fighting those Dragonborn, I, I, I was pretty confident that he was architect of your presence here. Assuming that you aren't here to take anything out of this device, but I'm sure he sent you down here for some reason. Yep. Should we speak the passphrase? See what happens? Or can we see at least kind of the ring where it might come up? So yeah, I'm not so we're not standing on top of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like a heavily obscured sewer grate. All right, so I guess we're all make sure no one's standing on top of that. Drag then... any bodies out of the way or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Probably also drag this unconscious fool off to the side somewhere and like resecure his bindings. All right, so Spruce goes up and says, "Deadly danger far and near, sealed and safe. Now appear." Is that an Elvish? Oh God, damn it! You just you. couldn't help yourself. <laughs> Faye dies, but the pillar shows up. <laughs> yeah, you everyone can feel the earth begin to shudder as as this you know decades old mechanism like grinds into action and this sort of like metallic uh, cylinder lifts out of the ground and it takes about like it's really slow and very loud but it takes about a minute and you can see that around the outside of this metallic cylinder embedded in it there are four large gems each with like very intricate inscriptions on them if you've got the calligraphers tools yep. since it's detailed mm-hmm. what you know, do your elf whoever's see? got the nicest writing i don't know what do my elf i see it's just writing anyways okay. mm-hmm. i write it is it is it written in a language that i recognize uh, no I'm, I, legitimately <laughs> like is this something that i would be able to decipher right here yes it's written in a language that you know moving on <laughs> Um, I guess while he's tracing, I would like to use my jeweler's kit to try and analyze what the stones are. Ooh, okay. Okay, wait, can we just go back? It is written in a language that I understand? Actually, hang on, let me double check. Because everything about this city has been un... Yes, but this area is a different construction. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Got it. This is like old world and everything else is like wacky. Yeah, okay. Like those crazy pillars we found in that weird library. Yeah, but this is a pillar that Elwyn put down. Right. Yeah. Okay. The writing, yeah, sorry, the writing is in a language that you do understand. It's, I mean, it's difficult to for me to describe what writing might be like for something that's just meant to imbue magic into something. So I, I, I really don't know how to describe that. Yeah. So, it, but it's easy yeah. for me to take down, basically. Like, I know that I can be, that I'm doing an adequate job of replicating what's on these. Yeah. Yeah. It's just very, uh, 
very intricate because there's so many little characters jam-packed on these as where you wanted to know like what like what kind of yeah gems i was gonna um, look to try and identify the types of gems being used like for these runes to be engraved on just so i have note of it because we are in a way trying to like possibly well, recreate these things yeah so. that the gemstones basically similar to what are on these was one of the things we needed to collect yeah i guess this diamond we just picked up right yeah, that, was, that, yeah, was, that separate. was separate yeah so mm. we need we need it just said get gems of gemstones of similar quality to the ones in the pillars yeah that's one of the things we need to get so yeah so i want to know <laughs> what we're trying to get what i'm gonna eventually i can't take these ones for obvious reasons <laughs> a barrier between realities or whatever but i'll find them somewhere else but yeah i need i gotta make a shopping list let me check my notes yeah, it's dangerous because, you know, if you tell me stones, I'm going to look up the chart and then... <laughs> there's a chart? Yeah, there's a chart of stones and what they're worth equivalent to gold. I, I, I looked it up at the beginning so I could change all my gold into... Uh, Just into gems. stones? Yeah, <laughs> and still trade. Well, I want to see this chart now. I had jotted down emerald with a question mark beside it, and I just wanted to make sure that th those weren't like... 50 gp like oh, yeah. <laughs> like gemstones so uh yeah emeralds are a thousand all right kind of range i'm satisfied with Along my with prior opals, choice opals sapphires you don't want us to, be able to go to the market and rubies, buy the stones you want us to quest for them <laughs> and emeralds all or at least not easily i mean you could probably pull and buy one or two and are they all the same stone or are they varied stones but of like a similar quality like half of them are emeralds there are a couple other ones that are of the same tier okay yeah, yeah that's helpful enough so yeah. i know they're all in that thousand kind of gold tier and uh how many were there used four in this pillar okay yeah. so you only need to copy out the ones from this pillar because the inscriptions elwin had explained are the same in the other pillars you only need four i guess i, I ask everyone like what should we do with this guy and as I point over my shoulder at the unconscious tied-up monk. Do we want to keep him for any reason? I don't know. Seems like trouble to me. Yeah. I don't think that he's going to be able to tell us anything that we don't already know. Plus, we don't probably don't want to waste too much time down here. So do we leave him tied up? It's kind of my instinct, even though I know there's some problems with that. <laughs> like ethical problems? Well, I mean, you could take the bite. I mean, he's still unconscious, right? We can un unbind him if he comes to before that iron guardian thing comes back. Maybe he'll have a chance of escaping or defending himself. But I mean, it might come to bite us in the ass later. But at might, this point, yeah. Yeah. could just kill him. We killed all his friends. I would be happy to do that. <laughs> like if it's a moral dilemma that you're having here, <laughs> is it only because he's unconscious and he can't fight back? It is a little weird to kill someone that's unconscious. Just saying, I don't have a problem with it if we want to take that route. I'll Ooh. happily. You deal do with you, it. Vanna. Yeah. Okay. Either way, he's a forethought now. So uh, he, he's awake. We're coming to by <laughs> oh, the time you get over there. Christ's <laughs> sake. Taking it. So, until we wait, start so talking now you... about killing him, he's like, I'm awake. Please <laughs> <laughs> don't kill me. So that, that suddenly makes it morally untenable because he's awake now? No, it's just an annoyance. It's... Yeah. Ugh. He's going to scream. Now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this gives you the uh, the window to, if you want to talk to him, 
you don't have to. You can just cut his head off if you want. I mean, I don't think... Are, is there any information we want from him? I feel like I don't know what we're going to get from him. I'll remind... I'll, I'll throw this out there that uh, Spruce Lee does know that this guy was at his monastery once upon a time. Wait, that was this guy? Mm-hmm. I thought that was yeah, the guy that we already killed. You no did not kill him. him, but he got away because oh. the Umber Hulk showed up. You knocked him out. Twice Oh, now. twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what it was. We knocked him out. Yeah, yeah. Do I know him by name? Um, or would I remember? Give this me a, a long time history check. 13? You don't remember his name. You get like like a vague, like maybe I recognize him. You're very unsure. But you you were not unsure about the way he fought. That was like tech, like that was very definitively from your monastery. I don't have anything that I want to ask him right now that seems pressing, but I don't want to just <laughs> kill him because I haven't known anyone from my monastery like since I left. That's tough, man. You can't uh, you can't have it both ways. <laughs> well, we can bring him with us. Clock is I guess ticking. we could take him as a prisoner for yeah. now. That seems to be our mode, like our uh, MO. Just take a prisoner, debate killing them, <laughs> keep them tied up and drag them with us for a while until they come up with a better solution. I guess I fought him already, so he probably recognizes my fighting as well. But I might try and maybe just kind of try and bluff him and say and ask where he learned to fight and see if I can get some information out of him that way. He says, seems that we learned it in the same place, didn't we? We fought twice and twice you've refrained from killing me. Why? What I was going to say is, wasn't your monk, your monasterious pacifism was there? Yeah, they didn't want to use... When, it, when the war started, yeah, they took basically a stance of pacifism, and that's why I left. Nothing else. You might have a cool backstory. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask how he ended up with Agarand, I guess, or serving Agarand. You know, when the rest of our monastery took a vow of pacifism during the war, I haven't heard of anyone since then. And then I come across you fighting for who is essentially the enemy. Your enemy, perhaps, but there's others from the monastery that are still alive. And like me, they seek to usher in the end. This world has been limping along for 30 years, begging to be put out of its misery. That doesn't seem to be in line with what we were taught at the monastery when it comes to respecting life. I was young and foolish then, and you're still just foolish. He called you old. The heralds will side with anyone who furthers our interest. Furthers the ultimate goal. The gods themselves deemed that this world should end. And we selfishly intervened. Sounds like you got out of your monastery at the right time. Yeah, no kidding. You know what I've seen in 30 years? Struggle. Heartache. Loss. A world half-destroyed. Nay, more than half. Nay, more than three quarters. And so your instinct is to just help it along rather than helping those who might need help to survive? If you see an injured beast along the side of the road and know that it will die, eventually do you pass it by or do you show mercy? This just isn't, it, it doesn't, you know, the sort of the tenets and the ideals that we lived by before, none of that would lead to this to what you're saying no yes we we threw those out threw those on the ash heap of 
three quarters of the rest of the world. Nay, five eighths. <laughs> you love fractions, my. Wait, that's less. Seven eighths. The gods either willed this world towards destruction or they sat idly by as it burned. Either way, we've been living on borrowed time for decades. All the good that our former, my former, your current ideals did to stop all of that destruction. Why should we suffer any longer? I'm reminded of a song that our phoenix is real in the in this world. Our phoenix is a thing that burn uh, and come back sure. to life. Why not? Okay. <laughs> I'm reminded of a song about a bird that when it turns to ash, it rises from that ash reborn and stronger. Couldn't that be something that happens with this world? Phoenixes definitely aren't real. it's a song about a make-believe bird that does this thing (laughs) no that definitely won't happen trust me can i just pick up my rapier and pluck his eyeballs out whoa Whoa, shit (laughs) i mean you get in line like vanna was about to cut his head off or whatever i'll happily team up on this (laughs) i i'm just gonna say i Look, I I left the monastery to join the war. I went against some of the ideals, but I went against it for the reasons of being because we had the the abilities and the knowledge and the strength to be able to help those who could not help themselves. Everything that you're saying is directly against that and you're wrong. And then I'll just nod in Vanna's direction and I'm going to turn my back and walk away. I'm going to go stab him now. I'm going to take inspiration from the podcast you're listening to today, and I'm going to stab him through his eye into his brain. Wait, maybe just before I did that, can I say, I'm going to ask him what his name was, or is, I guess. <laughs> you feel like you've turned around, you've turned your back, and then you're like, wait, what was your name? And as you turn, you're pulling the sword out of his skull brain. with like an apologetic look. Oh, Vanna. <laughs> uh, his name was Blah. <laughs> I don't really care. I'm I'm just curious if it will if it will I mean, I don't know if I'll know the names of the people necessarily that I spent time with at the monastery. There were probably a lot of us, but I'm pretty sure it's a name from a magical list. It's actually not. Uh-huh. Um I'm mostly caught up on on the list, but there is a couple who have requested very specific things <laughs> that I'm saving. Nice. Uh but anyways, uh you ask him his name and his he, s- he says my name was Erwan. And is that a name that I would recognize? Uh, with a 13-year-old on history, it's... No. No. Okay. So much has happened in 30 years. Like, you got married and divorced. And then Vanna stabs him in the eye holes. Um, after you spend your short rest with some of these items, you learn that the quarterstaff is a plus one quarterstaff. The scroll is a scroll of dispel magic. And the wand is a wand of magic missile. But nothing about the necklace with small carved discs? Um, no. Someone can make a check, uh, like history or religion, to see if you recognize any of these symbols. A quarterstaff. Would that be something that Spruce would use? I have one, yeah. I'll get rid of mine, though. That one's a, got a plus one. Yeah, I'll as well. give that to you and say, you know, there's some unique qualities a little better than your average quarterstaff. Thanks. Yeah, I'm not sure about the... There's a wand of magic missile and then this scroll of dispel magic. If anyone's interested, let's put it in the bag with all our stuff. But I'll tell you to people, I, I still don't 
quite know what this necklace with the small carved discs is. And then kind of show it to everyone. I was going to say, Gilly, would, you'd have history with gems and I do and have stuff. some history. I didn't roll so good. It's a uh, 13. Um, yeah, that's good enough to recognize that these are all small holy symbols of exclusively evil gods. Um, you see one for Bane, Grumpsh, Tiamat, Zahir, uh, Asmodeus, Yinogu, Lolth. Like, they're all there. All the, all the heavy hitters are there. Some evil religious gear. I'm sure the Dark Elf would like it. Lolth is like, why would I like that? I mean, maybe the Lolth one, just in case, but no. Better be getting out of here, I think. Yeah, I think it's time. You murdered that guy, right? Sure did. Cool. Mm-hmm. Is your friend coming with us? And I, I point at uh, Steve Stoneskin or whatever his name is. <laughs> Steve? Did he? Stoneskin? Steve uh, Stoneskin. Oh, Steve. Steve Stoneskin. <laughs> yeah, Steve Stoneskin here coming with us. Uh, I don't think I've actually properly met him, so. Yeah, I guess he didn't actually say if he was going to. He said he was going to come with us, I guess, right? No, he said he was going to be killing Dragonborn to stop them from breaking the barrier. Well, that's what he had been doing. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I guess we didn't. We didn't ask. Lilith says, "Well, I mean, without anyone leading them anymore, I, I don't know that there will be too many others that get this far down by themselves." How are you not crazy from the darkness? And that other man in the hallway was, "Don't stay down here too long." Blah 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 blah. Are you mocking him? <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Shigar said, "Well, mostly I've just been getting out of the way of the darkness. Plus, it takes more than a little bit of ancient magic." shadow madness to uh, to send me for a loop. I've seen some shit. Well, I mean, you can come with us if we want, but we're done down here, right? There's nothing mm-hmm. left. So Dude. is there just an elevator that takes us up to the surface from here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, where's the express lane? A quick <laughs> exit out the back. Like when you finish most dungeons. Like in every dungeon. Yeah, yeah. they just let you out at the other hand. There's a switch that opens a stone door. From only on that, that side. From only on this yeah. side, yeah. Mm-hmm. If there won't be too many other dragonborn coming down here for me to kill, I fear I'd be very bored. So I may as well at least come back up to the Fathom's fighters. At this point, they'll probably need some reinforcements. That actually makes me think now, too. And so I would ask, like, oh, yeah, like, wait, is he in charge of them? <laughs> like, when we go back, because no. we didn't leave on great terms, right? Well, they're going to need a leader. <laughs> they don't have one anymore. Rainer's dead. Yeah. So What's I mean, his name Seth, Seth kind of, yeah, Seth and Kit Kat are kind of the. Yeah, so we bring that up and talk to him about it. Like, do we do we want to go back to that encampment? Now, when you had left the encampment, uh, you had helped Rainier get a promotion. Uh, Seth, so he, you mean? Sorry, yeah, you had helped Seth. <laughs> well, Rainer got a promotion to, to, <laughs> in a way. Yeah, <laughs> Pardon you from life. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> to the spiritual plane. Uh, yeah, so you, you had helped Seth uh, uh, take Rainer's place vis-a-vis murder. Um, so, you know, he, he, had, he had expressed to you that if you came back that he'd make sure that you were welcomed. Also, is there... We never asked Elwyn, like, is there a way to make this pillar go back down now? Yeah, we have to repeat the chant backwards i say deadly danger far and near sealed and safe now disappear 
Nothing. <laughs> Damn. It's worth a shot. Like a minute passes and then it goes down. You're you're not quite sure if it was your fault or if it was just on a timer. <laughs> okay. Good enough. As long as it went back down. Yes. Uh, the six of you leave these bizarre ruins. Uh, you manage to avoid the darkness well enough, and you you ascend the way that you came. You make your way back uh, through the Myconid colony. Like you guys are greeted, and do the whole psychic spores thing again. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, uh, you see more weird mobile. <laughs> I think you called it a weird mushroom dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you head back uh, and you go through what you can tell is uh, troglodyte territory and you have a few minor sightings. Uh, you see like the bones of some previously humanoid creatures that have been sort of like arranged in these little weird piles, some drawings that have been like etched into the walls uh, of the of the caverns, sometimes carved in, sometimes dr- drawn in what you assume to be blood. But these, you know, you quickly pass through that and you get back to a familiar hallway that has a uh, large gap with a, like a deep chasm with that pressure plate. So you can tell that you are almost back at the encampment. This takes actually um, more than a day. So everybody should have the benefits of a long rest. So as you near the... Fathom's Fighters Encampment, you can tell even just by approaching it that there are far fewer people there than there were when you left. But the six of you are challenged as you approach like the the, the one gate or, or barricade to the encampment by some sentries. I'll just tell them to go get Seth or Ketbar. If you have questions of who we are, you can ask them. Yeah, I'll go get Seth. Holy crap, is that Shigar Stoneskin? <laughs> Open the gates! <laughs> The other guy's like, well, what about all these others? Who cares who they are? Shigar Stoneskin's here. So they they let you pass. The encampment, though, is beset with a quiet uh, nervousness. There's only a handful of fighters that are milling about, uh, far fewer than when you were here last. Uh, the fighters appear mostly calm, though there's an edge of trepidation in the air. The makeshift barracks are mostly empty. There are fewer torches and braziers lighting the encampment, and the armory, with its holy roof, uh, previously locked, is open and visibly bare. So Seth strolls up to you. He looks, like, very tired, but he greets you. Like, he's very happy to see see you. And he's like, oh, well, you found some friends in Shigar Stoneskin. And he, they salute. Shigar salutes him back. And he he says, I, I didn't know when or if I'd ever see the four of you again, but I'm glad you're here. What happened? The fighting has gotten more focused. Egrand has been sending down not only his own soldiers, but more Iron Guardians into the tunnels. So we've been collapsing as many tunnels as we can to try to fight on as few fronts as possible. And we have really narrowed down the the, the fighting down to a very small area. Uh, we bottleneck them, so even though they have greater numbers than we do, We've kind of got them at a stalemate for the time being. Yeah, that's what's happened. Alasha managed to smuggle down some some supplies for us, which have been 
desperately, desperately needed. And then she said she was going to cause chaos on the surface to try to uh, draw some of Agran's forces back out. So right now we're sort of in a stalemate. So that's what's been happening. What's new with you guys? Well, we accomplished what we needed to. So Seth turns and he he, he says, I've, I have to oversee some, some plans to move around some supplies, you know, make yourselves comfortable here. I know that there's not a whole lot going on, but uh, I will get back to you shortly and, and try to figure out a way to get you out of here. I mean, if we're going to be down here a while, is there any way we can help? We, I mean, we have some captives that we don't know what to do with. One of the soldiers took some, some possession from them, uh, and we're trying to figure out what it is. Take a look at this possession. Yeah. I'm curious. Is there another gnome down here yeah he's a blacksmith i wonder if you can you can go talk to him see if he uh knows anything about any where to get some nice stones yeah i'd say hello and <laughs> chat him up but you know much before. you're like he's a lesser gnome <laughs> no he just does his own thing you well funny you should say that uh warren the gnome and ketvar are conspicuously absent i guess i would ask about warren like if is he on the front Trying to narrow down this this uh, bottleneck. That you have he going. he was near the choke point because his skills as a blacksmith, you know, we really need to keep our gear in top shape. And uh, so last last I heard of him, yes, he was he was near the front. And Ketbar, same. Seth shrugs and he says, "Well, if you want to take a look at this item, uh, I'll take you to it." And as you're walking across the encampment walking through the encampment he says well there were two of them that we took off a different group of dragonborn it's like a steel box but there's no hinge or lid it's a container that has seems to have some kind of ability to annihilate itself if tampered with so we're trying to open the one and it it disintegrated itself uh, so we've been very cautious with the other one. There's something inside, we can tell that much, but we don't know how to open it. There's some writing on the outside, but none of us speak whatever language it's in. And these these dragonborn prisoners, we have, uh, we have them muzzled right now, but even if they weren't muzzled, haven't been very helpful. Every time we take the muzzle, muzzles off, they either just swear at us or they try to breathe on us. What technique did you use to try and open the box? We did have a we have a wizard around here somewhere who was trying to he he tried to dispel the magic but that didn't work and then after a while we resorted to force but that was not a good idea. And there, that's what triggered the to disintegrate. Yeah, we noticed there were these three little stones on the top, and every time we tried something that was apparently wrong, one of them would light up, and after the third one lit up, the entire thing just turned into sand and whatever the contents were along with it. We saw that the dragonborn that we fought had a chime of opening, but when I looted their bodies, that wasn't listed. Because I remember I tried to steal it, I think twice, with my mage hand, and it didn't work. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, that's that's completely correct. Yeah, he would have had, the monk would have had one. The dragonborn, you, the crazy one, had a broken one. Oh, okay, but the monk would have had his chime of opening? Yeah. So that could potentially be used as well. Sure, uh, yeah, he takes you to it, and... Just like he described, it's this rectangular crate. It's like a chest, but there's no latch or lock or hinge. It's completely self-contained. Like it's, there's no, there's no way to 
there's no visible way that you can see that it opens. Uh, it just looks like a brick with three stones on the top. The only things that you can really see on this are the stones and writing that Vanna can read in Draconic that says, Fire from Water. Not far away, there is a there's a few members of the group that are sort of sparring together. And one of them looks over at you and he says, Hey, to take a look at my prize, huh? I beat up the dragonborn that had these other ones. So just so you know, if you get to open that, we're splitting it. Whatever's inside. Unless you want to buy it off me and then you can, then you can have all of it. Who are you? Arnold. Member of the Fathom Spiders. So Nock says um, if it's shut with an arcane lock, as in not just a visible lock, like if it's being held together by magic, you can open it. Well, if it's locked by magic, this thing doesn't necessarily have a lock. It doesn't even seem to have a lid. What At least that? it would just take a spell slot for you to try it. Yeah. What was that potion that you drank? Fire breath. So that was a liquid potion that you drank that allowed you to create fire? Yeah, I mean, if we're thinking about the riddle, I suppose it could be something like alchemist yeah. fire, or it could mean yeah. like acid. What was it? From water. Fire, fire from water. Fire from water. Are you going to cast knock, Faye? Yeah. Okay. This loud knock happens, and one of the gems lights up. And you can hear you can hear from some place close by, there's like muzzled chuckling. Like, Could that mean that the dragonborn who are still alive, we could ask them to tell us? Yeah, or like threaten them or whatever yeah, to get the information. <laughs> I am very I'm sure persuasive. They won't tell. Yeah, go for it. Let's do it. Dragonborn, dragonborn, dragonborn. <laughs> You're addressing them all. <laughs> so you sort of walk down this short passage. Uh, they're they're sort of in this small room. They're all chained up. They're on the ground, like chained back to back. There are two white dragonborn, a red and a green. All right, guys. Dragonborn, Dragonborn, Dragonborn. You guys gotta help me out here. <laughs> you think it's funny. I'm sure there's stuff in here you don't want to see go. So let's work something out here. Is there something I can do to help you? Uh, make you feel a little more comfortable in your imprisonment? Uh, you know, I can see what I can work out for you, but I need you guys to help me out. How do we unlock this chest? The red one sort of just motions you with his snout. Okay, so then I look over at the guards and see what they're saying. One of the guards has like a burnt tunic. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't. Is there some way to communicate with them where they don't burn me? Yeah, just make him face his friend. Hold his head there. Talk to him from behind. I like it. Gilly comes up with a great plan. (laughs) I get the guard to hold him and face his friends and remove the muzzle. And he says, well, why are you making me look this way? I can't, I can't help you as well if I'm looking away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. So how do I open this box? Oh, only the person who made the box knows how to open it. And who made the box? It sounds like your friend killed him. Did he actually kill him? Or was someone else carrying the box for him? Arnold shouts from down the hall, yeah, I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> He was trying to kill me with magic, you know. Who is this Arnold? <laughs> it says uh, the whole fire water thing. You know what that means? <laughs> Instructions couldn't be more clear. Then expand. <laughs> Please. 
my friend. Oh, what do, what do I get? What would you like? Mm. Within reason. I have many musical uh, numbers in my repertoire. That won't be necessary. <laughs> let my friends go. Anything else besides being let go? Not that I can think of. Uh, I can't convince you in any other way? What could I possibly want right now aside from being set free? Could I, I'm using persuasion though. Can I not be persuasive? You can try to persuade him. Okay. 17. Hmm. I mean, I believe you, but something tells me these other ones aren't quite so charitable. You've, you can tell that he's just not, he's just not. No hints at all. Playing ball. You can try a different approach. Anyone else want to try to intimidate him? Come in as backup. Minus one. All right. I'm going to try and intimidate. (laughs) What's your intimidation? Plus five. Oh my God. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Just because it's charisma. Yep. (laughs) All right. So then I whip out my rapier and I hold it to his throat and I say, just so you know, I've done this before. (laughs) I'm all cocky about it. And I just tap him a couple times on the nose with it too. Tell me how to open this chest or I'll run you through. Go ahead and roll. 23. He seems to lose his uh, jaunty attitude. He says, well, even if I did know... I wouldn't tell you, but I don't know how to open it. Only the person who made it knows how to open it. And you don't know what this fire from water thing means? Ooh, it sounds like a riddle, but I'm bad at riddles. It means nothing for your people? No. All right, then I'm going to kill you. Ooh. Wait, no, I have information. <laughs> <laughs> what information do you have? Get this oaf's hand off of my head and I'll tell you. You're going to burn me. No, I won't. <laughs> Super convincing. You can tell I'm being honest. I'm going to yell, kill him! No, don't kill him! I'm going to roll insight just to see, though he's obviously lying. <laughs> Fifteen. Oh yeah, no, he's, he's totally lying. He doesn't have information. So I take my rapier and jam it in his throat. <laughs> Is that the only place you know how to stab someone? Worked once, gonna do it again. The other ones are, like, vigorously shaking their heads. Try the next one. See what happens. I'm going to go for the green one. So I'm going to take the green one's muzzle off, do the same thing, and have him face his friends. Mm, Okay. Um, Are you persuading or intimidating on this one? I will persuade first. Really? He just stabbed his friend in the throat. I guess intimidating would give me an advantage, right? Because I just killed his friend. (laughs) No, it's not how it works. I'll allow it. No, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I'm not trying to... (laughs) Is, is, would that be a better? Would that? Would he be more intimidated right now, or would he be more easily persuaded? I I would think that after just seeing you stab his friend in the throat, probably intimidation would be to go, the I'm way to go. Walk up and put my rapier to his throat and say, "You're next. I'll tell you what I need to know." Twelve. No, that wasn't good. He's like, "Well, you're just gonna kill me anyways." Can I try and persuade him after trying to kill him. <laughs> I, I don't see why not. Okay. Try and persuade. 25. He says, what, what What? do I get if I give information? I don't want to rape your throat. Tough but fair. Okay. He he points like his snout at one of the other... White dragons? Yeah, and he says, one of these knew the dragonborn who made it. <laughs> so we remove the muzzles from both of them and have them face each other. Oh, 
I run a rapier through the Greek guy's throat. What? Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> but you said no. <laughs> Jeez. They're going to get rid of them anyways. They didn't know what to do with them. I'm just helping them out. Okay. Um, what are you going to try on this? This is the intimidation. <laughs> Roll it with disadvantage. Okay. Because I promised and then I took it away. Yeah, sure it did. 17. It says, ah, uh, uh, I don't know how to open it, but I know that the sorcerer who, who made it sometimes liked wordplay. You know, water sometimes water in a different form. Ice. Yeah. Where are you going to get a supply of ice around here, I wonder? Hmm. <laughs> Definitely not a dead white dragonborn. I don't know. It's kind of a weird situation. <clears throat> I feel like I would actually, like, leave. Like, I, I don't trying to think is my character you're just being really weird i'm being uh, I don't, really yeah. weird i don't know if i exactly trust you so because <laughs> i killed the dragonborn who were just sworn enemies against yeah but it doesn't really feel like your normal she is because she wouldn't killed other people before and then the whole point is when she was persuasive before it's the only reason she could get information right that's her only advantage to helping the group hmm. yeah it's a strange situation i'm still trying to figure out the riddle but i don't really know how long are we staying in this encampment? Seth had said he was going to try and figure out a way to get us out kind of safely. Are you thinking just just leave it, basically, and then come back if we if we need to? Or No, I was just going to say, if we're going to be there for a bit, we could just try and like work on it while mm-hmm. we're there rather than be, yeah. say, we're taking this with us. But Well, you can take it with you, Arnold says. What's a, what's a fair price? 50 gold? As you're trying to figure this out, Seth has been coming and going, and he uh, returns with a another uh, human following him, and he says, Odd assortment, uh, this is Conrad, our wizard. I think we have some news, and we have to get you to go soon. Uh, we've got a bit of a situation here. We have, as I'm sure Ketvar told you, before a number of different tunnels that we open and close whenever necessary. And we've closed many, almost all of them, to create this choke point that we're defending. But there's one tunnel that is an emergency, and for that reason, only a few people know about it. Only a few of the Fathom's fighters know about it. And Conrad, our wizard here, has just informed me via his familiar that uh, the Dragonborn have taken prisoners of their own. Uh, so we need to get you through this tunnel now. Uh, we've tried to collapse it because it leads right through all of our defenses, but the attempt to collapse it has failed. So you either can just head out now, and we can continue to try to close it off, or if you are feeling very adventurous, you can try to help us with this problem, either by closing down the tunnel or by freeing the prisoners or regretfully I shudder even to speak this but making sure that they're not able to talk because if the enemy finds the location of the secret tunnel then our choke point won't matter and Conrad steps forward he says yes well uh, my familiar has been scampering to and fro and here's what I've been able to surmise the dragonborn have been bringing down some barrels of black powder uh, if we were to get our hands on one of these and you could set it off uh, in this secret tunnel, yeah, nice and easy, right? Freeing the prisoners, 
not so easy. They're kept under guard. I'm sure that the five or six of you, if you all went, might be able to fight your way through. Um, last I looked, the guard wasn't insurmountable. And Seth says, I, I know that I can't ask any more of you than what you've already done. So the, the choice is up to you. Is the does, Did the familiar see how many of them there were? Oh, Conrad says, well, give me a moment, uh, good sir, and I will I will check again and report back to you post-haste. And he kind of, Giladab, you recognize him just going into this trance where he's looking through the eyes of his uh, familiar. While that's happening, Seth says, so the secret tunnel goes right back to the surface. So you can just get out of all this. We can barely spare the manpower to try to accomplish this on our own. Otherwise, I wouldn't I wouldn't ask this of you. If you're not able to free the prisoners, then I don't want to think about what their fate would be. But if the enemy finds out about this tunnel and you're able to collapse it, then it won't matter what they say. Conrad comes out of his trance and he he looks very worried and um, he sort of taps Seth on the shoulder. He's like, uh, situation's changed a bit. Soldiers aren't quite so much under guard as they're about to be interrogated. And Seth's like, well, okay, so we have to act fast. And Conrad says, well, no. Agarand is the one doing the interrogating. 